Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us. If you are just tuning in, though, my name is Patrick R. McDonough. I am the host of uh, Dead Headspace, the show you're listening to. And my friend, Brennan LaFaro, joins us. He's another host. Say hello, Brennan. Hello, everybody. And our other other host and friend is uh, Candice Nola. Say hello, Candice. Hello, Candice. So last time we recorded was uh, just the, was it the end of May? Uh, yeah, the yeah. end of May. It's Rising Together. It's a panel episode with uh, Paul Tremblay, Sarah Langan, John Langan, Livia Llewellyn, Victor Laval, Larry Barron, myself, and Candice. Um, Brennan was very sick, so now he's back with us. Uh, we just wanted to do a little brief uh, catch-up from our sudden break. Um, it was because of me. I had a new child. Um, he is three weeks old as of this recording. He's healthy. He's uh, adorable. Um, and I have a new house, so yeah, kind of couldn't record anything. Um, and also, September 26th will be the release of Hot Iron and Cold Blood through Deathhead Press, and I'm really proud of it. I uh, bust my butt on it to edit it for my debut as an editor. Uh, Brennan's in it. Uh, Candice is someone that blurbed it, and I actually have a story in it, and I would really appreciate if some of you would take the time to check it out. Uh, if you feel so inclined, read the whole thing, review it. Let me or one of the contributors know what you thought of the stories. That would mean a lot to us. And also, something exciting, I got my first invite. Um, I promise this will be the last thing about myself. I got my first invite to forward uh, a anthology called Dark Disasters for, uh, this isn't because she's here, one of my favorite anthologists, Candice Dola. Uh, Candice, can you tell us a little bit about Dark Disasters? Uh, let's see. Um, this will be the third antho in the Dark Cousin um, anthology series. I don't know how else to word that. Um, so I, I did the first one in 2021, which was called the Baker's Dozen. I can't believe Which went on to win the 2022's Butterpunk Anthology of the Year Award. Um, the second one was called Trapped, and it came out last fall, and this will be the third one. This one is based on stories that take place while a natural disaster of some kind unfolds. So you have a horror story mixed in with the actual real world horror of a volcano, a blizzard, a tsunami, anything you can pick, you know, just lots of wildness. So there's that one. And Patrick, yeah, you've got to read all the stories now and write a foreword. <laughs> More work for you. I can't wait. And let, just to reiterate, Baker's Dozen is seriously just one of the funnest anthologies that I personally ever read um and yeah. also that that's not your only splatterpunk award so i'd like to hear no. about that so yeah uh, a couple weeks ago the 2023 splatterpunk awards took place um august 12th and 13th and i actually won another splatterpunk award for anthology of the year in conjunction with t 
B.W. Hits. Um, it was for the Camp Slasher Lake Anthology Volume 1 that he published last year through his press. So him and I were, um, we won that award for the Antho. And then um, other winner sort of spot of punk awards this year was um daniel volpe aaron beauregard bridget nelson took home two awards um monica work won lifetime achievement award brian keen won a lifetime achievement award i forget if um i'm sorry if i forgot anyone else but yeah it was a, it was a nice round this year very well deserving winners so congrats to everyone and Yay me! <laughs> Second year in a row. I I, uh, I was stunned. I wasn't even there. Like I I didn't think I had a chance of winning, and just time and financial reasons did not allow me to attend. And I was like, oh okay. So I was getting updates on the phone, and my friends were like, hey, you won. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> That's so awesome. Here we are, two yeah. times Spider Park Award winning author, editor, publisher extraordinaire. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it's true, though. Um, I know you're laughing about it, but it's it's really, really true. And there was uh, Brian Keene and uh, was it Monica? Um, someone help me out. What's Everwork. Yep. Yep. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards. Yeah. So they both, yeah, they both won a uh, J.F. Gonzalez Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. And um, it's really cool because for those, especially those just maybe this is your first episode or maybe this is a one of your first, but um Earlier this year for the StokerCon, uh, they renamed a a, a trophy uh, or an award rightfully to uh, the person. The, if you're going to say one person is responsible for what is now the HWA Horror Writers Association, that is Karen Lansdale 30 years ago. She's finally getting recognized for it. She got a tr uh, the award named after her and she was given that award. And now... Uh, with another uh, with another um, con, killer con, you have uh, Brian Keene, who got the Lifetime Achievement Award. And in both cases, you can say they are well-deserved. Brian didn't know about it. He talked about it publicly. Right. Um, James. He uh, had no, no idea. Yeah. Rat James White, who also, uh, um, it, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it's Rat James White and Brian Keene that started Killer Con. Um, yeah. And it's kind of fit in. And if you guys aren't sure why, that's okay. I would do a little bit digging on uh, Brian and, and even Raf's, uh, uh, you know, background and bibliography. Um, but it's really nice to see that in the same year, kind of, kind of make you. I don't know. It's hard to not smile at that stuff. But uh, there's other books that Candace has come out with or is coming out with. I can't keep track of it all in my head. She's a machine. So, Candace, I don't want to just um, say on to Brennan. Is there anything that you want to? also talk about that uh, I might have missed? Let me see. So, I don't know. The past couple months, I've had my pep poetry collection that came out in June unmasked. Um, I have a new release on the Codless website right now called The Vet, which is at number one for, I think, the third week in a row. The Vet, yeah, uh, I got to check that out. It looks neat. Venus just dropped, which is my first attempt at like a cosmic horror alien sort of story. So that uh, came out Monday. 
Um, Hank Flynn just launched on there as well, and you'll be receiving a second installment of Hank Flynn over the winter. Hesperate uh, Wishes launched at the end of last month through Thunderstorm, and I believe they sold out or are almost sold out. Um, there may be one or two left, and then that will go under a wider release sometime late fall. And then the the antho comes out in November. So that's excellent. Um, I have like six more things about to drop in the next three months. I'm not surprised. Um <laughs> so busy. I think that we didn't mention this last episode. There's a panel, so there's too much to focus on. But Brennan, he had his third book uh in his Slattery Falls series come out. It came out uh May 15th, so that was a little bit before the last episode that we did came out um brennan talk about that but before you do that you also got last day um i might be missing something but uh i know you two are kind of like you both are prolific brennan's just i'm gonna kiss his it's gonna sound like i'm kissing his ass but like i have read from his first short story a werewolf short story of four years ago i read to every most things now not everything a lot of his writing i've read now and it is just like it's it's mind-boggling i feel like in a grandiose way, I'll say this. He's Stephen King and I'm Peter Straub in this strictly in the sense where you're just pushing all like all these books out. And I'm like, all right, I got a book done. And you're like, oh, I'm on my uh, fourth book already, you know, <laughs> within this year. So uh, tell us about everything that has been going on for you for the last three months. First of all, I'll happily take a King comparison any day of the week. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you both like the Red Sox, so you know the uh, yes. Um, that werewolf story, uh, oddly enough, never found a home, and very likely will never see the light of day. Um, burn that on the back of the hard drive. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, um, in June uh, with Crossroad Press, I put out the last Slattery Falls book. It's called "The World You Loved." It has probably my favorite cover. These books have had so many damn covers, and this is probably the absolute best one. Um, really just beautiful to look at, exemplifies the book. Um, David Dodd of Crossroad pressed it, and he just knocked it out of the park. Um, Wait, he did the cover? I, for- I think I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, no, he did He did that cover, and he edited the book. Um, nice. And uh, D- David Niall Wilson is the name that most people will associate with Crossroad Press, but David Dodd does a lot of the... Uh, behind the scenes stuff and he's a really really good guy and very good at what he does yeah. uh, and then like you mentioned um i have last stay coming out in a couple weeks it'll be out september 8th uh and that'll be wide distribution it's coming out from uh dnt publishing and i've been kind of pitching it uh as psycho meets the shining um kind of like a supernatural slasher uh fun tidbit this was actually the second book i wrote and it's been undergoing rewrites for the last two years either that are sitting and collecting dust and i finally found uh found a place that was willing to take it on spruced it up and you know i just finished going over edits a couple weeks ago and i love it i think it's i think it's uh a really strong book, very dialogue heavy. You know, I had, um, I've had a couple blurbs come in that really focus on that, uh, compared, compared it to like Lansdale's dialogue, which I, I won't say that, but if somebody else wants to say that on my behalf, I'll, I'll take that, uh, in step with the King comparison. Um, and then we mentioned, uh, I've got a story in 
Hot Iron and Cold Blood uh, that takes place in the uh, what a couple readers have dubbed the Nooseverse, uh, that whole late 1800s Arizona town, Buzzard's Edge. Uh, you don't have to read the news books to enjoy the story, uh, but there's a little bit of background in there for people who have or would like to read the book. And then I have a story in Dark Dozen, uh, sorry, Dark Disasters, uh, called The Sleepwalk Society, um, which my disaster, if I can give this away, Miss Candace, uh, mm -hmm. is a nor'easter, um, kind of a hurricane-esque storm um, that mostly resides in the Northeast United States, which is where I'm living. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, um, and by the way, I had the distinguished honor of reading an early copy of uh, Unmasked, Candace's poetry collection. Yes. And it is one of my favorite things this year. I, I urge anybody with even a passing interest in uh, dark poetry to pick it up. And if you think you don't have a passing interest in it, pick it up anyway, because this will do the trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was an excellent, excellent collection. Um, it <laughs> just punches you in the ring of the throat, you know, when you get choked up because you're just like, want to cry. And because somebody punched your throat. Or that. <laughs> yeah. So, something that Brennan didn't mention about holes is that Josh Mallerman, um, I believe, was kind of like an early influence on that story. Yeah. Um, short version is um, I one of those uh, Twitter things that was going around where you write like a short horror story in the span of one tweet uh and i uh i totally can't remember exactly what it was but it was something about you know these holes appearing in in the backyard you know and kind of opening up into these abysses and you know i think they i think it swallowed a dog and he josh uh commented and said this is awesome and i said well now i've got to do something with this i can't just let it like fester in you know twitter obscurity um, so I ran with it and that ended up being the, uh, <laughs> 5,000 words longer. All right. So like Patrick said, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, sticking with us after we took a slight three month break. Uh, and you know, to pay off your patience, we have a very exciting end of season four, tons and tons of really great, uh, solo episodes, panel episodes, fun surprises a couple guests i do want to tease we've got daniel kraus coming up to talk about whale fall karen slaughter is going to be on chuck polinick is going to make his return clay mcleod chapman tanana reeve do nat cassidy we're going to have krista carmen and like i said a whole lot more you're not going to want to miss any of these episodes leading all the way up to december and candace is going to be with us until she kills me or brennan but probably me so you might have a new host. <laughs> it's definitely going to be you. The logo is going to change. It'll have hair. It'll be a good-looking zombie. So it'll be me. Go. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. So thank you again for those that uh, have listened for a while or a long time since we started. Thank you for those just listening. Um, and we're really excited to. Uh, have you all check out what we got coming soon. So when this drops, I guess we'll have it drop, uh, I don't know, like a week before the next episode. Thank you, everybody. You have many choices of podcasts. Thanks for picking up.